All right, everybody, all my cutters, we are episode three. This is the kid and counselor. All right, we uh, just got worried we lost uh, a lot of our listeners from Asgard, but Dude, there's some peace. Yeah, we're sorry to hear that, you know, what happened to your planet. But, you know, come on over or you can go to uh, Tatooine, which just got picked up on Tatooine. So welcome to welcome. all my Tatooinians, I guess. That's Tatooiners. There you go, Tatooiners. It's good to expand to other markets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the show so. is gr- is growing quickly, man. So, you so know. If you can't have it, if you can't find this on your local planet, then just check out Tatooine and they should be somewhere near you. That's right, man. Check your local listings. All right. All right, sir. Uh, the so, world is, is uh, we we're still here, yeah. right? So Bonus, that's good. We haven't gotten kicked off the up air yet. yet. Um, after, you know, chicken titties and episode two. <laughs> so time to get started. Uh, let's do some housekeeping first. Uh, counselor, you want to go through some of this stuff to tell people how to find us aside from yes. Tatooine? So we are, um, for those of our uh, Earth listeners, we are on uh, Twitter, on the Twitter we're at Cut the Kaka, so C U T T H E C A C A, Cut the Kaka, and we're also on uh, the interwebs at www.cutthekaka.com. All very simple stuff right now, but you know it'll all begin to uh, expand and get more interesting as we grow together with our audience of like three right now. <laughs> the three cock. The three so that's cocks. where you can find us. Um, so we'll be posting stuff up there, uh, little by little, adding things on. Uh, subjects and hopefully future guests that we're trying to line up pretty soon and whatnot so that is that as far as our uh, social media situation is concerned boom so normally we start off with uh normally as in the last episode (laughs) we start (laughs) off and we will be starting off with state of the world telling you what's going on and how we feel about it but uh we had a interesting conversation the other day yes and we were talking about offline yeah it's completely you guys didn't hear it it was actually a text conversation but yeah we're just talking about um when we both have kids i have one a son who's one yes i got a five and a two-year-old five-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl soon to be three so we we talk about like when we know how like certain states like texas are starting to cut out specific things out of the textbooks and which is scary because as on a side note you know texas controls it so usually since they're the largest purchasers of textbooks in the country yeah when they decide that they're going to write out uh alexander hamilton from you know from the history textbooks people should be concerned but anyway yeah yeah they're basically like saying oh you know should we just take slavery out and change all the other things that happened and or like you know Thanksgiving. It's a, an American national holiday. We just welcomed, the pilgrims welcomed us and had a feast mm-hmm. where in yes. real life we learned <laughs> later in life that is not true, even close to true. Of course. At all. Um, so and that's question, just the tip of the iceberg amongst, you know, millions yeah, of other things. Tons, that are inaccurate. tons yeah. of other things. Yeah. Whitewashing of history. So we got into a question of like, what do you do when your kids are asked to write a report on like Thanksgiving? Do you yeah. tell them to write what they been taught in the books even though you know that's factually incorrect or do you you know tell them to keep it real and risk them you know getting bad grades just because they are going against the school exactly so now so my opinion was that i would 
basically have an addendum. <laughs> so I would have my <laughs> typical, kid write. typical lawyer talk. Let's so put that's an right, addendum baby. in yeah. here. So 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 son or or you know daughter, you write the A paper, right? If if I find there are inaccuracies in it, then you put little asterisks or little footnotes, and then on the bottom say you know the real thing, and then that way you get your A paper, but you also express yourself, right? So that way you can do your thing, and then you also let the teacher know. But I know what the real deal is. To me, I think that's a good balance, you know. Or do you stick to your guns and say, you know what, I don't care if you brought home the C as long as you kept it real. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, to it's me that tough. hurts the, that hurts the kid more personally. So that's why I think that you know you can't. You, they're sticking to your guns, and then you got to think about the effect it has. So I feel like in the end, um, the transcript only shows C. It's not going to show C asterisk, but he kept it real. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, wrong. My, my my position on it. So you know, and then um, so I, what are your thoughts on that kid? I know, you know, I'm also well farther away from this point happening in my life than you are. So, I mean, I, I'm not that close either. I mean, he's yeah, five. Right? I mean, I got but, plenty of years. I got more years than you. Four yeah. more years. But I'll I tell was, you how it goes. I was basically like, look, <laughs> I'll tell you how it goes when I do it. <laughs> I'm like, look, this is what we do. If especially if it's a research paper. Yeah. Look, I went and did my research. There was not Wikipedia or not your stupid textbooks. I actually looked this up when I found evidence of this. And as long as you can cite your evidence, like if it's a, especially if it's a research paper, and that's why I think where the it, the the question comes in. If this is a research paper, and I went and found research, and I'm reporting back on the facts that I found, like you want to give me a a C for reporting on facts just because they're different and it wasn't a textbook, uh, we're gonna have a problem. I'm calling. The news, I'm calling eyewitness news, whatever it is, and be like, oh, you're failing my student because he went, he went and did his own research, and they just don't like what he said. They're like, you know, slavery was bad. Thanksgiving wasn't the feast that it was made out to be. Um, but that's how I feel now. Plenty of time between now and then to change my mind. But 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 a lot of times also though they operate inside of um, a limited world, right? a closed world. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that that's what I was uh, to play devil's advocate, right? To be fair to the teacher, it's like, um, what if you present evidence the teacher's unaware of? I mean, I'm assuming this is high school, right? That that's what I'm talking about because I think in college it won't be an issue because in college right. it'll probably well, be wait, a pretty I mean, open I'm world. I'm starting elementary school. You send me a kid on <laughs> well, history. I mean, dude, they they write it. Yo, if your kid is writing research papers in elementary if, school, then that's awesome. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I guess at that point they're just regurgitating. Here's what we told yeah. you in the textbook. You have to say yeah. A, B, or C. I'm talking about like yeah, exactly Man. A, B, or C. Yeah. I'm telling. I'm gonna have a write in D on the paper. Yeah, but like write in D, D, none of the above. This is really a massacre and a whole bunch yeah. of scalping that happened. You know, that's yeah. not even close to what really happened. Um, My biggest one is when it comes around to uh, like, especially the discussion of slavery, because you know we're we're the whole issue with Lincoln and then his his role in it. Oh, think, yeah. You know, yeah. His oh, he wanted to free the. It's a bad thing to do. He realized because it was, it was so wrong, bad, and that's why he freed the slaves. Yes, yeah, so oh, I'm telling my cursing, but listen, yeah, no, it's it's that that's that kind of thing where you sit here and you go, no, 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 no. Like if if slavery, thank goodness for the um, industrial revolution, right? Because that's what it was, like the convention of the cotton gin, etc. It's like slavery was no longer a viable economic model. Like everything else that ever happens, it comes down to money, right? It's the reason why it happens. Like slaves no longer, like we just couldn't compete with the world. You had UK and all these other people, right? You got the cotton gin, their production much higher, much faster than, than human hands, et cetera, right? So we got to compete with the world. I'm president of the United States. All I care about is keeping the country together. I don't care about moral issues, et cetera. If slavery was a better economic model, then 
it would have been the reverse. So that's my only thing where it's like, you know, but then, yeah. So don't, don't teach us this, like, you know, egalitarian, you know, noble, you know, Lincoln, he went with his, his, uh, you know, his moral, whatever, blah, 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 you know? So, and yeah, same thing with civil rights. To... Same thing with civil rights. I, again, I just tying it back to, um, to money. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't know the civil rights act was not passed based on anything that had anything to do with what was right and wrong. It was the commerce clause. When Robert F. Kennedy went in front of the Supreme court, he basically said, used an example of, uh, when a, uh, diner and, you know, I might have the, 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 the specificities uh-huh, wrong. Uh-huh. I'll give you a general idea, right? When a diner in Alabama refuses service to uh, somebody because they're black, they are, they are um, basically economically disadvantaging, to, disadvantaging the pig farmer in Mississippi. All right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah, basically yep. you're, you're, you're decreasing your sales. and So basically you're disadvantaging. Yeah, the whole rest. Other people exactly. have no idea and nothing yeah, to do with that decision. Commerce clause. Yeah. Huh. The, the Civil Rights Act was passed because of the Commerce Clause. Basically, they were saying that when you when you refuse um, service in this manner, you're violating the Commerce Clause of the Constitution, the economic rights of, of people in other states. Because if you're buying pork from another state, then you're disadvantaging the farmers in that state by refusing to serve customers. Because now you're not selling as much pork, and therefore you're disadvantaging them, so that's why it's wrong. All right? He didn't go up there and preach to the better, you know what I mean? The yeah. better conscious of people all right so it comes down to money so racism bad for money end of story here we are so anyway but uh yeah so that was my thing the history thing so i think this would be might be interesting so if you choose to follow us at cut the caca please go ahead and uh give us your opinion on what you think what you would do for yeah, um exactly. if it was your kid you... time comes do you stick to your guns get to see or do you you know or do you sell out like max i mean um sell out. <laughs> You're not setting out addendum, baby. Addendum. Put the addendum in. They be like, just so you know, I know that this isn't the real thing. So, yes. Here's your answer, and here's what you ask. Here's what you want me to say, but here's what the real answer is. Get Look it. to the back if you want the truth. You can't handle. I don't know if I can say the rest of that officially yeah. without getting sued. So, Dude, we can't get sued yet. We gotta wait till we have followers and and we, oh, we, we're okay. with somebody. Yo, when we can get sued, that's good. That means the people <laughs> when people start. <laughs> those are good We're looking forward yeah. to getting sued, everybody. Just just to be clear, that's what our, our counselor, our legal counsel, just said. We it's gonna be exciting when we can get sued. Bring it, baby. That's Bring awesome. it. <laughs> All right, we are about ten minutes in, so it's time to switch topics. Pew, 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 pew. I have transition music. Oh, by the way, uh, we want to give thanks to our boy LH. Out in uh, the Bay Area, who contributed his uh, his music to our opening little intro song? So uh, thank you, Mr. LH. We might uh, we might have him out here at some point to uh, talk about some education matters and whatnot. But anyway, moving on. Just wanted to give the shout out. He made the music, so thank you very much, sir. Yeah, that made our show that much better already from episode That's right, man. point two to point three. That's right. We're growing organically with our audience. All right, state of the world. Listen, man, let me give you my two cents real quick. Um, one of the things you get a lot, everybody always keeps talking about is, is how we get here. How on earth did you have this buffoon, you know, in office? And how, do, how does this continue? And why, why isn't he out yet? And why, you know, and all these other things. And it, this is a perfect example of what happens when the, the system, like you, have, you can have a system of checks and balances all you want. But when there are no longer any checks, you're not going to have any balance. So think about it. 
I mean, this is we're talking about enabling, right? Just same way you have your Harvey Weinstein's of the world, the same way you have your, you know, Kevin Spacey's and all those other people who've been able to do these things for 20, 30 years. And everybody always asks yourself, um, that pig dude, the, the, the guy who, um, the gymnastics, U.S. gymnastics, oh, dude, the dude Nasser, from, uh, Michigan, I think, yeah. Exactly. All these guys, you notice how little by little and it's 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 not making, you know, it's not making headlines because everybody forgets about things two days later. But there are people up there in, in Michigan State and all these other uh, chancellors and all these other people, professors and people who are going down every uh, almost every week because it's always the system of enablers that allow this kind of stuff to continue to happen. Nobody does this stuff on their own. You know what I'm saying? Um Bill Cosby going back to him again, like he had enablers. So what's what's interesting is is to see if anybody else goes down with him because you have people who were just like you see now with our mm. beloved president Cohen, other people, you have to have people who are who are helping protect you. And in this case, when you have you know <clears throat> a Congress, which basically refuses to really investigate, who comes up with the absolute, you know, complete hundred percent horseshit talking about an intelligence committee that comes out and says that there's no evidence whatsoever, so we're shutting it down. All right, that's supposed to be a check. So that one failed, right? Then you have you're supposed to have the media which is supposed to you know, try to actually expose things. And then you have an entire gigantic network in Fox News that basically is now a puppet. It's just a propaganda arm. If you take a look at, 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 at the Fox News feed every single day, it's insane. I mean, it's, it's, it's comical if it wasn't so tragic. But, yeah, that's um, funny. So that, I was funny. So, yeah. I was watching something where uh, they basically literally showed, I think it was maybe on Trevor Noah, but they literally showed that um, every day for multiple days, it was direct correlation between whatever was said on Fox and Friends. Like and him. <laughs> he would tweet this, like after, right after Fox and Friends was over, yeah. he would tweet literally what they said. So they're creating policy. You now, yeah, exactly. You now have media creating policy, saying we need to do this, we need to back out of this, we need to change this, we need to get these people out of here. We should change this policy. They say it's a great idea, and then, and then you boom. know, ten minutes later, he's like, "We're gonna do this." I'm like, seriously, our company, our country is now being run. Literally, what do you expect by, when you vote a TV host president? That's what it is. I mean, I mean think yeah, about that's the, the he people gets all his news who, from. Like yeah, he's passed. He's passed TV, on people because Twitter, of how he does. He's, he's passed on people because of how they appear on television. Qualified people <laughs> have not gotten government jobs because he doesn't like how they look on television. I mean, the big thing I mean, is to me. Also, that's where we are. A lot of this stuff isn't technically illegal. Some of it is, but a lot of it is. It's just the way. Like this is the way. You know, like this is the way things work, and he was like, "Nope, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. I can fire anybody. Like it doesn't say I can't fire this person. So if I don't like them, if they're actually trying to do their job, yeah. and it the says I have the ability to fire them, why don't I just get rid of them? Even if it looks bad, yeah. who cares? So you know, to to the extreme. While on the one hand, I talk about how the checks are not, you know, are not there. The extreme checks, at least, are there for now. So you know, the the investigation continues. You know what I mean? Independent. Until he everything. decides to. Die. The thing is, he, the, he he would have to fire for, I mean, it, it basically, he would have to have the entire remainder of his presidency be nothing but firing people. Because the problem is that the next person who comes in, who does your bidding, that person, basically, you got to find people who at, at a certain point are actually going to be willing to go to prison for you. And I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. And that's the last hope. It's like, it's like this, this guy doesn't have, he doesn't have a cult following. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's not Koresh. I mean, why, why you know can't I mean? he just, you know, hire the next investigator that he knows is going to be like, yeah, this is stupid. I'm just going to drop it. 
I think well, I think it, we hired somebody from the EPA who thinks it's bad and thinks we should just not have an EPA. I think it's the person well, in charge. That's, of it. No, I mean, that's but the, I mean, when it, with Justice Department, thankfully, is the tentacles of the Justice Department are, more, are far much far reaching than the EPA. Um, the EPA can definitely that. Yeah, if, if we're talking about EPA, the damage there is is much more drastic than any legal damage, because it's not like we're actually having constitutional amendments and things like that going on. And the scary thing is, is that we're not we're not that far from it if we don't vote these people out because that's the whole point is that if you have a congress and a senate and 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 a large media company in your back pocket then you can actually begin to you know what i'm saying take take uh you know start making moves towards towards you know what he ultimately would like to have which is a dictatorship when you start actually yeah, you know exactly deciding that to be ceo yeah. of this and yeah. do whatever he yeah. wants unilaterally yeah. But this and, uh, is what you get. That's the point. So everybody's everybody's like, oh, why does it happen so fast? And why has it happened so quickly? It's because he has an army of people defending him. And that's the point. He's behind a gate. And that gate right now is being guarded by the Senate. It's being guarded by uh, the House. And it's being guarded by a, a massive media company. So you've got those three things in front of you guarding you. And that's why this is happening. So those those things all need to get chipped away, right? Which is why 2018 becomes so important and getting people to go out there and vote. And because that's really the only, that makes it happen a lot faster because then suddenly you have a party in power who actually wants that person out and wants to actually present the evidence that's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody, the other thing I see think, nobody's is, fabricating uh, evidence. So anyway. It's like when you talk about media, he I clearly likes one set of media and hates a lot of other ones. So, yeah. and like, he obviously recently attacked, like, Amazon. And that's only because, mostly <laughs> that's because... the Washington Post. Because their owner also owns the Washington Post. So, like, yeah. the fact that you can try to essentially drive down the stock price... Like, you literally could change the entire economy driving yeah. down the stock price because you're like, I'm going to attack this company because I don't like their CEO. Like, that's... It's, yeah. I mean, I'm sure at some point it's illegal, but on the surface you can prove that. You can say, oh, it has nothing to do with that. Like I, was I mean, to... there's it's the, here's the problem is that you can have you can do a million things that are illegal. You it it doesn't matter if you don't have a force willing to, in, to actually you know, enforce actually, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, I, I can I can shoot people in the middle of the street, but if the cops aren't going to arrest me, oh, and, and yeah. that's what's happening. That's I mean, think story. about it. You're talking about people. Obviously, he's the oldest president I think at this point in the history of of presidents, right? Really? I think he's like. Yeah, I think he is. He's older than Reagan at this point than Reagan ever was. So you're talking about somebody who took office at 70 years old, who has gotten away with things his entire life. Because in business, you can operate this way. It's easy to get away with a million things in the hobby. And it's why? Because think about everything he's ever done. The NDAs, all these non-disclosure agreements over and over and over. The problem was he's too stupid to have realized that you there's no such thing as non-disclosures in government because everything is public records. Everything, everything is. It's all out there. You're not allowed to have closed door meetings and all these other things. That's what people used to get all pissed off at Cheney. How like he had all these like the first month of the Bush Cheney presidency, he met with like all the all the uh, CEOs of all the oil companies in this closed meeting, and nobody was in attendance, etc. People went apeshit because they're like, how how are, how can the the, pre- the vice president of the United States have a meeting with all the oil company CEOs behind closed doors without reporters, with no transcripts, with nothing? Like you are a a you are a servant of the public. You're not supposed to have private meetings. Which is why it's so it's so scandalous that Kushner tried to have this little backdoor channel with Russia, et cetera. It's like, dude, no. So when you try to have, you know, corporate uh, behavior in a public forum, it's not going to work. And and this is the last thing I'll say about this. What's scary to me in the future is that now he at least has given the social framework for how you can get votes uh, as a Republican. Now all we need is somebody smarter. <laughs> to come in 
and actually implement those things. What's scary is that he could have he could have achieved his a lot of his goals, a lot of his fascist and and oppressive policies if he had just been smarter about it. But because he's such an idiot and just blab blabs his mouth, you know, because he is who he is, is why he's failing. And that's the scary part. He's not failing because people necessarily have 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 you know what I'm saying. He's basically shot himself. And, and I tie that back himself. to last week's conversation. I tie that back to last week's conversation about Cosby. It's like, yeah, I'm happy that Cosby went down, but it's 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 sickening that the reason why he went down was because the jury, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, was his own words, not because of not because what, you yeah. believe the twenty something yeah. people who just and that's the scary part here is with with Trump is that if had he had smarter people around him, um, had he chosen smarter people, which is what he didn't, obviously, because the whole point is that again in private, in you know anyway. In private life, it's easier to go ahead and have nepotism and all these other things when you have control of the board and you have control of the other stuff, right? It doesn't work that way in public life. You can't just go ahead and appoint your freaking son-in-law, you know, whatever well, it is you want. Evidently, you can. I don't know. Well, you can't to a certain point. No, but just, think about yeah, this. Yeah. I'm saying to a certain point. But think about why why he's gotten rid of people because they weren't loyal to him. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't work in government. Whereas that could work e- easily in, in the private sector. It doesn't work in the, in, in the public sector. So – He's going to learn it the hard way. What's scary is that you can have somebody else who takes the blueprint and implements it with uh, and actual does it the right way. Yeah, and exactly. Have like their new legal counsel yeah. coming out saying a whole bunch of stupid stuff. Yo, Speaking Giuliani, dumb people. Can, can like, we talk about this guy for a minute? Oh my gosh, I'm like, dude. And then <laughs> clearly that's not what he was supposed to. Clearly they rehearsed it. It told him what to say, and he got up there and messed it up. I don't know that that's the case, man. I think this thing is so far off the rails and nobody wants to touch it. I think I think no. the pro- I think he's he's literally surrounded by incompetence at that point. You, you have to be surrounded by incompetence. They had to tell him this what to, to say. This to happen. And then he just got asked a question that he wasn't expecting. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, he knew about it. Wait, wait, he didn't know. Uh, wait, of course he, he does this to other people. I'm sure he paid other people this, off too. Oh, uh, wait. I mean, that's not what I meant to say. You know what happens, yo? This is this is what happens when you when you let when you when you leave your bubble. Think about it. Rudy Giuliani has only spoken to Fox News and other conservative outlets who basically just allow him to either say his own bullshit. The first two were on Fox. Like, they're softball questioning him. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, but even now, like, like his whole, his entire media, like, experience right now has always been friendly. Yeah. He's never had to actually answer a hard question. So the minute that he got out there and actually had to talk to people, we're actually going to pose him difficult questions. He was a deer in headlights. I meant to say, I I didn't mean to say that. Dude. The funniest thing I heard I, I saw was he talked to Stephanopoulos and he, he said this rumor yesterday about whatever, whatever. Stephanopoulos goes, that, but you said that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so he, said, he goes, and that needs to be checked out because we don't know if it's a rumor or a fact. Oh, my so gosh. If it's serious? a rumor or a fact that what you I said, said the it. day was said. Guys, this is fucking- <laughs> Yo, my head just spins, man. It's, it's awesome if it wasn't so tragic again, man. Oh, sadly, but this is that's like what the happens. state of our country, the most powerful. But man, do you, but you also notice how he surrounds himself against also also with people who are just like him? I mean, really quickly, right? You have Giuliani, right? A dude who also people I don't know about him. You know, he married his first cousin, right? That's, I did che- not know that, but he cheated on her. Let me let me quickly give you a, wait, a, a wait, quick. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. So he married his cousin, and he announced it. By the way, he, so he broke up with his first wife at a press conference. His wife didn't know. So he was caught basically in an affair with his first cousin, and basically, and went went on the new went on on air and had a press conference and announced that he already had intended to leave his wife. His wife learned about it when she saw the press conference. Imagine learning that your husband or wife is leaving you on television. Wow. 
All right. So the cruelty factor, right? That is not giving a crap being whatever, right? So there's a commonality there. I mean, do we, we don't even have to give the examples of this other dude being cruel. Then you have guys and just like that weirdness, because that's kind of odd, because then you couple that with, again, there's a lot of evidence out there. Anybody who cares to look at it, he's always had, uh, 45 has always had a, 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 the weird fascination with his daughter. Yeah. And now how he's, it's, it's, it's public. That. Again, this is not reported stuff these are coming out of the horse's mouth there's recordings just look it up donald trump has said it in his out of his own mouth if she wasn't my daughter i'd probably date her how creepy is that so he said that it's out there the audio's out there okay um when stormy daniels uh mentioned like the whole her, her whole thing with him she talked about how he says that oh, you're very attractive and smart like my daughter how freaking weird is that dude yeah you're basically on a date let's cut the crap he's on a date with her okay even though he's married and his wife just had a baby um he's on a date with her and he's talking about how she's attractive like his daughter. All right? So there you go that. Then you get Pence, your VP, who calls his wife mother. A- a- anyway. Yeah. So the cruelty and just the, 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 the weird, incestuous, like, it's, it's, there's a commonality here. Call me nuts. You know what I mean? So, you know, they talk about, well, what's the phrase uh, about all stripes? Whatever, man. Anyway. All right. That's my piece on that. <laughs> Yeah, I had to do some fact checking on this one, but yeah, check it this out. This is what man. I do in the background while he's yes, while well, the I counselor rant. is ranting. Oh, I, I promise. Fact check I promise just you so I can call him out source. if he's wrong. But yeah, yes. the only he definitely met his out. cousin, call and <laughs> yes, everything's true here from from what I've seen. So yeah, dude. I, I, but of I course, like he said, this isn't really comes out of my mouth. Or actually, the the divorce and all that stuff was reported. People just probably forget. Also, I was you know. Think I don't you know have any attachment to New York, so I don't really. Yeah, no, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, growing up, yeah. My thing is, I mean, yeah. I, I'm a weirdo in the sense that I, uh, you know, I, I've been following politics since I was like ten. I'm just weird that way. So, I mean, I could talk about like mayoral races from like the time I was like twelve. You know, it's just for whatever reason I've always been interested in. So, yeah. I mean, and and then and then again, it's the bullshit over and over again. Like he he said that he didn't they, they didn't realize they were cousins until they were like a year or two. <laughs> To their relationship, like what? Come on, man. Yeah, they never went to a family reunion, evidently, or a wedding, yeah, or exactly. anything else. Like none of their family came yeah. to their wedding. I was like, hey, what are you doing here? What <laughs> exactly. are you doing here? We're on the opposite sides of the aisle. This is kind of weird. Yeah, why is everybody on both sides, man? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, why are we? Wait, I thought you. Were, I thought we were coming for him. No, we're coming for her. Wait, that's weird. Yeah, that's funny, man. So yeah, so I mean, it's you should figure that out when you're doing speaking at random when you're doing the wedding announcements. Mm-hmm. You're just coming up with the list of people. Wait, yeah. you want to invite this person? That's my cousin. Why are you invite? Anyway, <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Wait, that's your uncle? That's my uncle. That's oh, all you whoa, needed. Whoa, whoa, This is weird. <laughs> it's okay. Just keep it moving. Nobody will find it's out. Uh, yeah, we're good. Fake we're good. news. Fake yeah. news. Yeah, man. He's all turning to facts. On the one, you know, the one thing, uh, you know, you got to be thankful for is that and, and you still can't deny it. Like, yo, you, he was voted. He's got the support of the party. So, you know, the good thing is that this period has to be called, right? Think about everything that's going on right now. I hope that the textbooks refer to this period as America's reckoning. Because think about all the, sh- the stuff that's been going on. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm trying, right? I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. So <laughs> um, think about all the, all the stuff that's all the, all the caca that has been going on for over like 50 60 years basically like all the just basically the bs right if america's any is good at anything i'm gonna get on my my my, my box for a second it's we're wonderful the at, clock now 
Beep. George, exactly. George, give me, give me 60 seconds. Here we go. George Carlin had a great quote about, you know, where America is great at the manufacturing and packaging of bullshit. So think about all the stuff that we're talking about, how, how we're the leaders of the world and we're the, you know, we're the best, you know, most diverse society. I and mean, we are diverse in that sense. Don't get me wrong. We are in many ways still the leaders in all of those things, but we're not as great as we have always advertised ourselves to be. And think about how, what he's proven. When you have a neo-Nazi leading the Republican Party ticket in a district in California, what does that tell you? That didn't happen before this president. Yeah, because right? people feel comfortable. They're like, well, he said exactly. it, and he did it, yeah. and he supported. He creates people. You know, I, all these come people out of the woodwork. Charlottesville, they came out and ran, ran somebody over. They came out in their full militia looking like police, looking like exactly. military, and he, yes. he had their back. He, he was like, uh, it's okay. Right. Meanwhile, the so this entire is my, rest my of the question party. to anybody at this point. It's crazy. Here's my, my deal. If if you are part of any organization, anyone, your fraternity, perfect example, right? Um, yeah. or any professional association that that we're in, and if suddenly you had Nazis in it, would you still be part of that organization? Point blank. It's a simple yes or no question. Is there any circumstance that you can think of if, if where the, if yeah, Nazis... Obviously, like, Nazis are leading the organization. If it's, like, yeah, this is the leading cause of the organization, the leader yeah. of my organization. Not that they're trolling you. Not that they're trolling you or they're trying to infiltrate you. That, that There's a difference. It's one thing if they're saying, yo, you know, let's all join up, you know, because if, if suddenly the Nazis all started joining the SCLU, obviously we would know that there's a trolling or something is going on. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? But, but I'm people, talking about like or people who are already... Felt that way. Yeah. Now are starting to talk about like, yeah, I've been doing this for years. I think this is how we need to do. And leadership is leaning towards and like, yeah, this is what we need to do. Let's go how ahead about this? How about this? Plan back up. He's. I think he's. He's a better example. If you wrote a book, and Nazis were using your book <laughs> as inspiration. <laughs> Right? Yep. Wouldn't you have a problem with that and say, well, wait a second, but blah, 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 and actually maybe think and that. Wouldn't correctly. you rethink your words? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to say. Wouldn't you have a little bit of self-reflection and say, maybe my my what I'm saying is wrong if well, I guess inspiring Nazis? It depends. My so point is. If, I, if, if you believe it, then you don't care. You're like, whatever, because he still has never, he's quick to call out. Like, oh, terrorists. We say terrorists, but he would never, ever, ever say white supremacist or Nazi because he doesn't think they exist, evidently. Cutting, the, cutting to the point, can you give me a good reason why somebody right now, here we are in, in, on May, in May of 2018, how you can justify continuing to be a member of the Republican Party and still I know the answer to dissociate this. yourself? From the, the answer racism. is that the good he has done, getting um, Kim Jong to back away, the economy is the, it's great. The, uh, but but Barry Hill tried to do the same stock thing. Stock market and is and hitting, naive. It's still on, hitting on, record highs. Clearly, the president has made the stock market hit record highs here. <laughs> so <laughs> we, must, we must support him. That completely outweighs... Any of this other stuff, this you know, it's not probably cool. Okay. Like, I don't agree with it. I'm not on a Klan rally, but the other stuff is more important for me than this little racist stuff. All right, perfect, good. So then it begs the question: If racism doesn't matter to you, doesn't that make you racist? 
Well, you know, I turn, I don't see color, so, you know, <laughs> I turn a blind eye, so, which is the right. worst cop out ever. I don't see color. Yes, you do. We all see it. And that's the whole point. If you don't see it, then yeah, you pretty much are racist because. But, but that's my whole thing is that you, you, don't, you don't need to, to, to say the words. You don't need to attend rallies. If you don't care about something, your indifference to something makes you guilty. Now that's now 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 if you want to disagree with me, great. I just give me an example of when it's okay when when it's all right. Like if you give me an example of a situation where where it's all right to 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 ignore a problem and still ha- you know be innocent. So g- give me an example of a situation where you can turn your t- turn your eye. Um, it, was there anybody during during the <clears throat> during the Holocaust, people who who turned their backs to what was going on, people who could have helped? Would you say that that's that's cool? It's okay. I mean, I I I wasn't a mm-hmm. member of the party. My neighbors came and I had a chance and I could have hidden them, but I didn't, and I turned my back. Um, am I am I just as bad? So what's the so I would be like. Are My you, point uh, is, are you, are you is like I voted for home? him because I, I voted because I care a lot about Korea. I voted because because uh, I'm, I'm a small business owner and he would have been able to give me the tax cuts that I needed. Oh, but that comes with. Um, yeah, uh, basically does, does uh, but that comes with segregation. Like, in, yeah, in exchange. It's, yeah, that's basically exchange, what you're saying. This is okay. As long as I get my stuff. Like, I'm okay I got my with how I got it. Yeah. Because I can like I, I need I don't, I don't use the N word. I don't, you know, I don't I'm not I'm not a member of the clan. I mean, yeah, uh, for, for some people it is like I don't I need jobs. I need a job so I can pay my bills and my family can live. Is that more important than Oh, but hold on. Is whoa, that okay whoa, whoa. if somebody wait, else wait, is wait, racist? Wait. <clears throat> but that but but that that rests on a on on a on a factual inaccuracy because whoa, that whoa, assumes whoa. that he's actually Stop creating these alternative out. facts. What's going on here? Wait, no. you mean he didn't get well, you know, all these jobs? Even if he actually was creating jobs, even if he actually was creating jobs. Yeah, I mean, that's it, what it boils down right to. Like, to my most jobs. immediate need is to have jobs, so I'm okay as long as he can give me jobs. Like, once I get a job, then I will start worrying about the next level, like Maslow hierarchy of like, oh, I feel good about myself, and we're gonna kill. So now let me worry me about the social issues. Then yeah, you're just as bad. Sorry, I, I consider you just as bad. Dang. Cutting right to it, that's what you are. You're no. just as bad. In my, in my book, if if you're indifferent to the problem, then you're just as bad. So if you don't care about racism, I think you're racist, because the mere fact that you don't care about racism is in itself that thing. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's like the person who doesn't care about somebody who gets murdered. So if you don't care about people being murdered, then you are indirectly, I think, uh, an accomplice in it. So for example, if you are the police officer who fails to charge into the school where people are getting killed. I think you are and I'm not saying you should go to jail at the same amount of time. I don't I'm not saying that you're like literally so all police officers got to got to go in and try to die. Isn't if you're afraid to die, should you be a police officer? Hmm, that's a great question. I wonder if they ask that like on the exam when you get in there. Oh, well, dude, I mean we yeah. I mean that's obviously those, all all that whole screening process to me needs to get improved. But I think if you're afraid yeah, yeah. to be a police officer, I mean that's part of it. You thing. should not be a police if you're afraid to die sorry if you're if you're if you have a legitimate fear of death then you should not because those are the, those are the cops that pull the trigger on somebody who has a cell phone because they perceive skin color as danger and so they they, they go into a situation mm-hmm. worried about their own lives like, oh, more than the lives happen. of somebody else if you approach danger 
more concerned with your own life than the lives of others, you should not be a police officer. I don't think you have any place being a police officer. Mm, a public Because that's not courage. Because you're supposed to serve the public. And yes. Yeah. How are you serving the public if you're more concerned about your own yeah, life than yeah. the life if of you're supposed the like, public? Yeah, you're like so the guy who wrestled the... And the shooting, um, what was that thing in Tennessee? The at the Waffle House. Some yeah, guy that's just, what a he cop just, Some do. guy just like was in the bathroom waiting for his moment, and got the rifle away. Clearly, I think got yeah. like stabbed or something. But he now, clearly didn't care about his. Yeah. Like he wasn't now, before, worried about himself. Now, before dying. people go with the cop bashing and all that bullshit, that, that's yes, the vast majority of police officers clearly. But that's not the point here. The point is yeah, that yeah, is that yeah, there yeah. there are enough that it's a problem. That it's and because like of the power that you carry, lives. yeah, you yeah. can just kill you have whoever a right you want to kill and get away with it. About that. As, uh, yeah, it's like, dude, you've been given a license to kill, so you need to use that license. Yes, we, we all want to come home safe ultimately, but of course, you gotta make the right decision. Yeah, you gotta be like, okay, and yeah, we're getting that's a whole another topic, a whole another one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we we could have a whole episode <laughs> on that, yeah. and, and I'm talking about a perspective from I have an uncle who's a police officer, I have I have a couple of old college friends who are police officers. It's not like I'm sitting here like whatever, you know what I mean? But yeah, we can yeah, have a whole yeah. episode because I have my own stories and it, it gets deep. So I have my own real that's deep experience with cops. So, but that's that's for another. We should day. definitely so. have some guests on for that one. Yes, absolutely. No, I mean we could have the yeah, cops yeah. on if you know. Okay, yeah. yeah, we could definitely have some. Yeah, some some police on some people who yeah. also have had crazy experiences and just. We we'll get people. there, man. That's what we're here for. That's it what we're trying be to our, do. You know, a side episode we have just on that. Yes, absolutely. Sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we? Repeal the stuff. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> the Honduran thing, real quick. Honduras. I feel like that went under the radar. Fifty-seven thousand people, Hondurans, are about to get kicked out, and it's fifty-seven thousand people who have lived here for twenty years. These aren't criminals, all right? Are they illegals? That's the well. I'm a, well, that's my whole thing. Well, I mean, yeah, if I we're gonna get into semantics, I have a beef with people. I mean, I don't think I any know, human yeah. being is illegal, but I know what you're saying. I know that's not what you meant, but um, <clears throat> yeah, they're, they're, they they are in the country illegally. Absolutely. But they've been here for 20 years. They've been here for 20 years. So if you are 25 and you've lived somewhere since you were five and this is the only home you've ever known and you're not a criminal, tell me one good reason why they should be kicked out. Well, you didn't come here. You didn't come here. You didn't come here at 45. They didn't come. Yeah, I'm completely... Yeah, this is crazy. Like, why? Give me, give me, give me one. Just give me one. I would love it. And I always love to play devil's advocate. It, it's it's fun as hell for me. And I'm sitting here and I'm going, I can't. I'm sorry. Other than pure old, I, mean, I the, don't. The, like the literal policy says you snuck into this country. So now, you know, all of my past five, two, three, you said twenty years. So two, yeah. eight. So You're my past three, my past 25. three, the past three administrations failed to uphold the law. So now we must clean up and uphold the law. You snuck into here. And didn't get the proper paperwork. Let me give you an example of the law. If and a lot of it is in states, in state situations, mm-hmm. there is um, it's escaping me right now. So let's not let's not get bogged down in, in, in semantics. But there's a there's a legal doctrine. I'm just drawing a blank right now. That basically says that if you are in somebody's land long enough, oh, uh, is it eminent domain? You, no, eminent no, domain. That's is, uh, uh, something else. Yeah, no, I mean, the domain is, is, is uh, anyway, let's, let's not get anyway, lost. Anyway, you're the counselor. Let, 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 let's not get lost yeah, in the words right now. Keep moving. Which I know is awful. So, yeah, ding on me. I should know, I should know better. But anyway, the point is, let's get to the, the point, right? Is, <clears throat> so if you're allowed, and it's a long time, by the way, okay? So to me, it's the same legal principle. It's, 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 the, identi- it's the same legal principle. 
the the idea is that it's about being able to use your land productively. So basically, if you ignore a piece of land and somebody lives on it and they've been taking care of it, and then especially if they've been paying taxes for you, that's a, that's that's a you're out at that point pretty much. But if you're already living in the land, and every state's different, usually seven years, it could be ten years. If it's public land, it has to be like twenty years, ironically. Um, but uh, that's my point: is that you get to keep it. That land is yours. So to me, this is kind of the same situation. If you're if you've been in this country for twenty years and you don't know any other country. You're you're American for crazy. I mean, come on, cut the crap. It's just paper. We have common law marriage, right? If you've been living with somebody for long enough, and you've been splitting your bills and you've been all that stuff, in 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 the vast majority of states, you're considered. That's that literally is what it's called. It's called the common law marriage. You're considered married. So why did how how does this not apply? I know you're saying that initially, well, they didn't break a law in order to get those things. Yes, they did because that that person when they started off before they got that land was a trespasser. Okay, so yeah, they did break the law when they first started. So and they're literally taking somebody else's land away from them because they weren't paying attention to it. The law allows for that. So if the law allows for that and we're talking about land, shouldn't we consider a similar doctrine for people? If you've been here that long, it, it's, it's insane to kick you out. Now, if you've been here that long and you're a criminal dude. I, personally, then I think yeah, it's a gray area. Even then, even then, I think yeah, this yeah, argument yeah, yeah. that, that at a certain point you also have the rights of an American citizen, right? Even then. So, but I, I'm saying this that goes maybe a little further left. But but I, I I still at least give that argument a little bit of credit in my mind. Like to me, that's so you just, know yeah. I, I'm not going to uh, check but on you see this. My point? So time for my we're okay with chattel and property being given away. Well, after we that, but but we're not okay with human beings being allowed to stay. Yeah. But we'll, but we'll take somebody's property away if, if, if the person was there long enough. I think the key is what you mentioned is like it started with an illegal act of trespass. Looks like this thing may be like adverse possession. Um, is what That's I'm, what what I'm saying. Thank you. Adverse possession. Thank you. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, yes. Yeah, thank it's you for that. Literally just reading that. Somebody trespasses on your property. They're clearly illegally trespassing until you give them permission. But um, if they occupy your land, they can gain legal ownership of it based yeah. upon certain things. That's yes. kind of did not know that, but so there we go. Yeah. So if you have that, then 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 so you, you see how those those policies are pretty much the same thing. Basically, yeah. it says that if you've been here long enough, or you you've been in a situation long enough that you pretty much establish ownership of that, then it's yours. So if you've been here long enough and you've been paying taxes, and guess what? Every person in this country pays taxes because they buy products. So every time you buy something, you're paying a sales tax. And by the way, you're also if when you're here illegally, quote unquote, you don't you don't actually. Don't get to use any of America's resources. You can't collect any public assistance. All right. These people do not use any public resources because they're constantly afraid of getting arrested. Getting, yeah. so these people get sick. They stay home. They don't go to the hospitals. So they're not using any of these resources. But you got to get past your your racism in order to, you know, open your mind up to actual reason and facts. So, you know, this whole idea of immigrants and all sort of stuff, again, that could be a whole other issue, too. But while we touched upon that, it just it just it, it just boggles my mind. And that's where I sit here and I go. So you're OK with your little tax cut as long as you let fifty seven thousand people get kicked out of this country with no one, no, no other home. But so but I'm a cool as long as I got my tax cut. I'm cool as long as, you know, two people who love each other can't get married. I'm cool as long as whatever one issue it is that you vote for. That's my problem. And to me, you're just as bad as the person who's out there picketing. So, that's that. I need my tax cut. Yeah, Speaking of my that, tax cut. Actually, but hey, tax cut I don't, I don't, I don't care if all this other stuff is burning around me as long as I got more money in my pocket. Nothing to <clears> see here. Don't worry about this. 
Yeah. And I'm talking, I don't know about somebody who puts their money where their mouth is because, dude, I, personally speaking, Obama cost me $1,000 a month for freaking Obamacare. All right. <laughs> but you know what? You give it gladly because I'm a human being and I live in a society. <laughs> and to me, yeah, it's better to have. Thing about, especially people. the position we're in is if you support um, yeah, the, we're rich. the Democrat and the you know, fiscal policies aren't necessarily a benefit for a lot of people. Yeah. But you realize it's the right thing to do. So you're like, you yell and you scream every time tax season comes. You're like, I can't believe you're taking all this money, all this money, whatever. Yeah, but I could use an extra thousand a month, brother. Part of it's because, <laughs> you know, you don't, you know, you're not wealthy enough to have all the loopholes to yeah. make your effective tax rate like zero percent. Like Yeah, yeah, we're not that big yet. President of the United States. Yeah, yeah, we're but, not there uh, yet. Or Romney, who ended up paying an effective, like, I think, what was it after they like did the sometime in the teens, 14% yeah, or something? Yeah, 14 <laughs> 50%. But, of course, you got, like, oh, poor person who can ba- barely pay their bills, and they're getting 25% uh, or something. But, uh, but yeah, we vote completely against our interests because it's for the interests, better interests of the entire country. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an other, instance of it, where you realize you live in a society, and I think, I, and yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think everybody should have health care. So, yes, if it's going to cost me $1,000 a month, then so be it. Because clearly we can afford, yeah. I mean, that, don't get me wrong. The thousand dollars didn't put you out on the street because that's the point. It doesn't do that. Right. You it's can afford it. People a certain income level. They like, say, you know what, you can afford have, that. You know, extra. That's the point. You know, <clears throat> ten extra point. a coffee every day, or somebody like not die. Hmm. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. I could save somebody's life if I drink one less coffee a day. Yeah, I think I'm. I, think I I'm promise do you that this: one. I'm not voting for a piece of shit like this guy f- so that I can have another thousand dollars in my pocket every month. No. Because I'm a human being and I care no, about racism. That's no. the point. Because if that's the point, if I if I went ahead and voted for him and I don't care about this racism, then I'm a racist. End of story. You can dance all around it all you want, but when you don't care about something, you are guilty of that thing, at least to an extent, minimum. You gotta at least admit that. So, all right, forty-five minutes in, and I think we have uh, we've worn this soapbox out. So, yes. <laughs> you guys figure you guys got you understand here. how we feel about this um, but yeah feel free I made my feelings clear what do you think about if somebody somebody doesn't stand up for something or doesn't care about something does that make them inherently as bad as a person who actively fights against it um let us know you know cut the caca on twitter that's right on the twitter <laughs> at cut the caca the tweeters not speakers all right yes deportes Yes. Uh, um, tonight was uh, on the backdrop. As we started recording, uh, I had the TV on in the background, and the Yankees shut down the Red Sox, the greatest rivalry in sports. Mm. We can talk about Duke UNC, but college versus professionals to me, you're already disqualified. I'm sorry. Professional sports is global. College sports is not as far-reaching. So I think there are great rivalries in college sports fantastic rivalries but to say that they're bigger to me when i say best i mean the most far-reaching the most the amount of people most interested numbers like little data right numbers where, where are the numbers at where the most people so a rivalry also means that both sides are fairly equal right like not yes. one of them has won thousands of championships with a massive payroll and the other one just one, like a one for the first time in like hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah, see, the problem is that the, it, the, that that other one won four in like ten years. So that's the point. It's a rivalry. Mm. Rivalry in the sense how many, of how many does uh, New York have? Like eight. What? Well, no, 
Baseball is a hundred years old. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Rivalry. I'm talking about like history, like 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 the teams hating each other, fights. That's fans. Uh, that also means they actually have to be that compared. Rivalry. That part of a rivalry means you're both actually. Yeah, you know, beat up on each other. Well, you have to be pretty yeah. both good, which and they're is, both good. It's so lopsided. Hey, uh, I mean, but I mean, it's not lopsided anymore. No, no, no. Hey, hold on, dude. You're, you're... We're about to pull this. I'm about, we're about to do some research. Go ahead and pull up the records. Oh. They are the first and second best teams in baseball. I'm talking about championships here. Oh, the championship numbers, the Yankees. But but in that case, in that case, the Yankees would have no rivals. And you're gonna tell me that the New York Yankees have no rivals? Well, I mean, <laughs> they have far and away the most championships. That doesn't mean that you don't have a rival. So how are you gonna be the best best rivalry when I'm clearly way better than you? Like history. You talked about history. In but my but his- it's not history, clearly way better. I am. Look at the career like, records. Way better. Of most teams. That's what I'm saying. Dude, I, you can't go based on one metric because you're, you're basically saying that in order for there to be a rivalry, both teams have to have almost equal records and win the same amount of championships. But unless they're playing each other for those championships, what does one team having 16 championships against 16 opponents that the other team that also has 16 championships never faced? So if they never face each other, then, who, then, then that's not rivalry. I'm talking to me, rivalry... What are the elements? All right, this is a good, fun conversation. What are the elements of a rivalry? So one, yes. I would say number one, the teams have to hate each other, right? Like bad blood. Yeah, that's a given. Okay. Number two, lots of competitive games amongst one another. Right? Yep. Because if you have, you know, two teams in different conferences that have had the same amount of championships but never really play each other, you're not going to call that a rivalry just because they're both equally good, right? They got to play each other and have like lots of battles. So you got to have like a history of lots of aggressive games, you know, guys getting hit, all that stuff. That's the rivalry stuff, right? Heated games and passion and all that stuff. Um, what are the what 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 else? So you got so you got to have equal level of success of success to prove that you're the same when you when you play against one another. So you can have rivalries against well. two like close teams even though like outside of one another so here's a perfect example so if you let's say you have a state and you got team a and team b team a and team b together have have always had wonderful games and they've have a long history of fights people across the globe will watch the games and comment on the games and you'll find fans of both teams across the globe right and they will tune in when they play each other right but Team A can have 27, 28 championships, and Team B could have like eight or nine. Does so all of that? So the fact that Team A has 28 and Team Nine, Team B has only nine. That 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 by itself would eliminate it. From that being d- a great definitely rivalry. it detracts from the rival. Like this is clearly like some type of scoring rubric. So if you have, you know, if you have another situation where you know teams do hate each other, there's blood, people getting punched in the face, the fans fighting each other all the same kind of craziness and they're actually like right down the street from each other so yeah there's exactly. a whole lot more of that and yeah. there are awesome. like if you look at the last i think it's like the last 100 games exact they're like one i think one team has won more the last 101 games i think is like 55 51 and 50 all and right. one team that scored more, like three more points than the yeah. other so yeah. clearly yeah. they're pretty much they're very equal yep. in level of competition okay because uh, right now, the, the two and, ones that we're thinking about, I, we, we have the same thing. The only thing that we don't have, and here's the, and here's the two things that I think that, and here's the thing that I think that one rivalry has over the other that, that that doesn't exist. You can get people in Japan to sit down at a bar 
if you put down one game and you put the other one, which bar you think is going to get filled up quicker? Of, of fans. So because baseball yes. is a bigger sport. Yeah. More people know about baseball. More people play like professional that's baseball why. actually exists. In, that's why soccer is probably also. So, so, professional, to me, the, so basically, the professional soccer. baseball exists in Japan. And there's no such thing as college basketball. So it's oh, a bigger Oh, we can rivalry. go outside of Japan. Uh, let's go to a bar in London. Well, it's, there's nobody plays college. There's no, like, U.S. is the only country that's that really has that's, college sports. That's, that, that's my point, though. So when I talk about great, the greatest rivalries, I think that expanse, like, far, how far reaches. And that's my thing. You'll find a, a, a Yankees and a Red Sox fan out in the randomest parts than before you find a Duke and a UNC fan because it's college sports. Now, if it, that, that's my thing, though. And I, but I think that, that, that far reaching, the expanse has, has to have something to do with it. Because if nobody cares about it in a whole part of the world, then then how great a rivalry can it be if it hasn't have hasn't? So, ma- so that means, that's the advantage. Or may- so- maybe it's not fair. Then maybe it's not fair. Maybe we have to say maybe maybe it's it's apples and oranges, and and then we have to say the best sport, the best professional rivalry, and the best college rivalry, because then it's inherently not fair. Any sports, if you sports. pick even if you're professional, like <laughs> most people in America don't care about f- the real football, so no soccer one can ever be that because you have. You know, one of the biggest, most powerful nations in the country who don't care about your sport at all. Well, it's, it's starting to, but yeah, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could talk about Manchester United and um, Jesus, what's it? It's the red and the blue. I'm See, sorry, you I'm not even a, know the I'm, name of it. You can't. It's not it's, a rival it's if you don't know the name Man of it. Man U mm. and uh, who's who's Man who's Man U's big rival? Chelsea, uh, right? Yes. Ah, that's a perfect example, brother. Man U and Chelsea. Chelsea never wins, but it's a heated rivalry, and there's, there's fans from all over the freaking world. That's great, if I, but they I'm, can't be the greatest rivalry because they're not. But, but it's still the argument. It's not competitive. It? Like just because I hate you, no, I it's hate not hatred. You, I'm talking about it's competitive against one another. If, I can, if, if we like, we're rivals. Like say we're like, we're just growing up, and you beat me up every day. We're not that's rivals. Not you beat you destroy that's me every day. If we're both like some days I beat you up, and some days you beat me up. Some days, like, we're, we're racing, we're whatever sport. Sometimes I win. A lot of times I win. A lot of times you win. But if, for the most part, you've been dominant, that's that's not a rival. I mean, pretty sure there's chance around that. That's my point. Like, that, not that, our rival because it's not even close competition. But but the Yankees didn't beat the Red Sox for all those championships. So that's what I'm saying. You you can't you can't fault a rivalry no, because one person they, has gone on. What so does it have to do? Both what does championships these? have to do with the rivalry? It has to do with your records against one another. So I'm pretty sure if like if the, Yankees the Red Sox are, beat them more, you, they would you, actually have you seen the record? Have you seen the record? The the Yankees versus the Red Sox, the all time record against one another. Yeah, it's like a uh, hundred something it's, games. It's damn near it's like even. It's eleven hundred to a thousand. It's like twelve hundred <laughs> to a thousand, to be clear. Okay, that's almost even. It's almost according, mm. statistically speaking. All right, let's go to the Mr. Data Man. Yeah, you're, you're smarter than me about statistics. All right, you blow me away. So. Using the what is it? <laughs> you're, the, you're the stats dog. I, I I can't. I don't even know the words. The yeah, so the, the ratio has the difference a difference of the bosses. Then it's Duke UNC. Games. Huh? There's a difference of 26 games in their series between UNC and Duke. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. have like 250, 26 games over the course of how many years? Uh, back to 1920. All right, and this goes back to I think. Yankees goes back to 1901. Yeah, and you, you also play yourselves a lot more because yeah, the like Yankees thousands of 19 times a year, pretty much at this at this rate. Duke UNC plays each other twice, so that's my thing. I I don't think you can necessarily go to records. 
even then, they're still pretty close because you're talking about a sample size of 2,200 games. The winning percentage, what's the winning percentage? It's really close, but the winning percentage. You do 1196 plus 1,006 and then divide each one over, over that number. What's that percentage? I promise you it's, it's, with, it's within the margin of error of any poll that you would do. So they're, they're 50-50. That's my point. So to me, I think that they're <clears> – <throat> so you take all of that and then you have so you more take, people. That's one, that, so to be clear, that's one element of being competitive. The other is like nobody cares how much – you still have to win titles. Like the ultimate – what's how the many point? Titles at the beginning of every – I'll put it this way. At the beginning of every season, do you – is your goal to win a championship or to beat another team? Like clearly there's some. But if you could say we lose – if you – this year, yeah, lost to the Red Sox. Think more. If you lost to the Red Sox every time this year and won a championship, would you be okay with that? Wait, what? If you lost all the games to the Red Sox this year but still won the World Series, would you be okay with that? The Yankees would be would – be, well, any team would love to have championships – above beating another exactly. team. Exactly. So like but, but that's, that's the ultimate so that's the ultimate how's that any different? That's the ultimate that's the pinnacle of success. Like championships. If you can't win championships, if we don't win similar amount of championships, then we're not then I think that takes a notch away from you. It's like yeah, I, head I, to head, I, I, I agree. Yeah, head yeah, to yeah, head I, is a I, head to head is a good I, I one. I think so. But. but if all those championships were against other teams then then, then you you can go ahead and start and dig even further into that. Well, then what if all your championships were? Well, what what if the six? Let's say we both have twenty championships, and what if the combined records of the teams that I I beat was better than the than the percentage winning percentage teams that you beat? So but if to it's your, sixteen to that I got, first you have to teams, get to the chant, the, the stand that we. It makes it a rivalry. Like you can keep going to the next layer, but first, if you're not even close, if you're not even on my level of the number of championships, then why would I even care about you? Like, oh, we're we're a rival, but. I have so 25 rings. Wouldn't and, you say that UNC and Duke is not really a rivalry because UNC has beaten Duke 26 more times? Uh, so ooh, 26 times. Wow. That's, yeah. That's do do the percentage. Yeah. All time series 137 to 111, unless Wikipedia is wrong. That percentage, that difference, I think, is larger than 200. Than the difference. That. that percentage is pretty much the same. <laughs> is it? Um, Give me up, stats, man. What's the percentage difference between 137 and 111? And. One and twenty-two, eleven ninety-six and one thousand six. Eleven ninety-six divided by whoops. Twenty-six games over, over a sample size of two hundred is a lot bigger. Twenty-two oh two. Whoops. Twenty-two oh two. Eleven ninety-six plus one thousand six. Well, oh, it says right here the total is twenty-two sixteen. <clears throat> oh, I can't add. How do you get a twenty-two sixteen? That's the total of meetings. Oh, there must have been some ties in there then. You can't have ties in baseball. You can't tie, yeah, it's weird because eleven ninety six and one nine. Oh, I see. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, no. This rainouts and games that were never made up. So sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you can't take meetings. So sorry, yeah, they're sorry. both basically fifty five percent. Is so the margin is the same. All right. So then so we have the same. the same against against one so another. So head to head, but we go to championships. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like oh, if we you know we go head to head, and how many championships does each, each team have? Uh, how many does the Yankees have? Let's find out. The Yankees have twenty seven. You don't have to look that up. I'm a Yankee fan. How many is a real Yankee fan? Got, I know those the numbers. Have. I, I didn't just move to New York and suddenly I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, that now happened. <laughs> Not well. I mean, born. I, I don't think you need to be born somewhere. First of all, to, to be considered Uh-oh. legit. I, even though I was, but even if you, if, I don't think you. If you were born in Texas, you can still be a diehard, true New York Yankee fan. It, to me, it's about knowledge. It's about mm. like games. Well, why you would you be a Texas fan? I don't... Maybe you don't care. Maybe what if your father was my son? Perfect example. 
he, he watches me watch Yankee games, even though we're here. So we're in Florida. You got the Marlins. You got the you got the uh, uh, Rays. So you know, if he wants to be a fan, that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, as a side note, where were you born? One, so two, what? <laughs> so you got twenty-seven to eight. Hmm. Yeah. That doesn't seem. And like literally. Oh yeah, I got you. Year period, whether you have five of them. But you realize you're you're, you're focusing period. on the on one element, and that's it. Because because. No, when, when you I mean when you go same. down the line, like these are the things that I think okay. you have to consider. The like, same they're very similar. They both hate each other. Yep. I think proximity actually helps. Which there's been there have been more. Yeah, well, clearly bro, Carolina I mean, and Duke. Boston, New York is a corridor. It's 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 come on. Yeah, but you can literally and, walk down the street. We're talking about whole cities that hate each other. It, it, it even spoils into this. I uh, put it this. Durham hates me, Chapel Hill. Hold on, let me give you an example, and and tell me if this doesn't at least have a some matter some. When the Boston Celtics and New York Knicks have played, <laughs> okay, there have been Red Sox sucks and Yankees sucks chants. When the when the Celtics play the Yankee, uh, the Knicks, when mm, I don't know, when see that's so my that's so my point. So this also, is why I'm so saying. You're, so you're, I'm saying you can't actually, you're going to bring up a great point. The you bigger thing them. here is that the the cities amazing. hate each other. It, like, cities just, hate each other. So how does that? If you're from Durham. So, you're from Chapel Hill. Oh, fuck you. You're from Durham. So exactly, this is what makes this better. Like the cities, there's no angst because you're from different cities. The only angst here is because of these schools. You're telling me that the cities hate each other. So kind of by default, yeah. If I'm a sports fan of one city, I'm gonna hate all the sports fans from another city. It doesn't. No, but I'm talking it about where it matter. spills into other sports. It, like uh, let's bring in Chicago and the Cardinals because I know there's people who would say Cubs Cardinals is also a big one. For example, um, USC versus UCLA, right? Um, yeah, but people from Chicago point. don't. Uh, my point is that when the Blackhawks play the St. Louis Blues, they're not yelling "Cubs suck." Well, that's because so St. That, Louis that's doesn't how, hate Chicago. That's because St. Louis and, that's and how Chicago aren't that's how huge it is. city rivals. If you if you hate everybody else from another but the city, city no, but the city rivals. It doesn't, it doesn't from matter the what. Like if why every, do cities hate each other? Like Bruins, you have to ask yourself that question. The Bruins people, the Bruins team, the Bruins fans, I'm sure hate uh, New York hockey teams, right? No, no, that's the point. Is that they don't. It spills over. That's what I'm talking about. That that hatred. Is, hatred it stems is at a city from level. the Yankees. I'll Red give Sox. you that it's it more stem like from all from anything other than that. Announced in baseball, but the entire city hates each other. So by default, yeah, all sports teams hate each other. No Celtics. You can't ignore the major factor that the hatred is spawned from that. That's that. That's that's the nexus of the hatred. Mm-hmm. New York and Boston hate each other, not because it's New York and Boston. It's because it's, so this it just started because like of Yankees Red Sox. Ago, somebody was that's like, we hate y'all, so our city because they've been other. fighting each other. You know why? Right? Because of Babe Ruth. That's how far back it goes. From the from nineteen seventeen, I think it was when Ruth or when the contract was Baby sold. Baby Ruth, wait, who is Baby, Baby Ruth and why did he sign this ball? I don't understand. Anyway, it's reference. Some people will get that. Many that's how far won't. back. That's where it starts from. Is that Babe? They, they sold Babe Ruth to the Yankees, and um and and I think it was nineteen, I think twenty three. I want to say maybe twenty three. Um and ever since then, then suddenly the Yankees started winning all the championships because of Ruth, and then boom, boom, boom everything spawned from there. I'm saying the history behind it and how far it goes. And the fact I give you, you that. That gives you a person in Chapel Hill and a person in Durham don't naturally hit each other. And and if you stem it back from each other, it does, I promise you, it comes anybody if the, if the, you know, 20, the percentage of people that hate each other from Chapel Hill and Durham because of basketball is bigger than like baseball. People just wake up and be like, Hey, I hate Boston. So I hate the Boston Red Sox. So I'm going to hate everybody from Boston now. Like, and I mean, yo, my the guy the, the 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 dude who cuts my lawn. He had a, a socks hat on 
No, no, no. He saw me with a Yankee shirt on. Okay? And right away, we started talking smack to each other. That's literally what happened. Like, I, when I'm at work. Literally. And he was like, no, he was like oh, same thing, literally. Fan. I, I could Yankee be working fan. with somebody like, hey, I can be, like, part of the interview process. Literally, I've interviewed people. I've been interviewing with people who went to Duke and they're like, hmm. Yeah, like that's academics and sports. Hold on, wait, wait. but but that's that's not, that's a natural part of interviewing is, is where you went to school. Nobody yeah, goes so, so and asks, bra- so what's your favorite baseball well, like team? If I, if I have like a backpack this or anything that has, or like this, they're gonna see it on my resume, like <clears throat> Carolina or Carolina basketball, and they're like, mm, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to. That's, that's a, a natural thing. If if you if you if you but if you're in an interview, see that, that I think ultimately well, anyway, I could like walk down the street. You know, and see it's somebody, not fair. Like, to I'm the not Duke gonna help rivalry. It's not fair to the Duke UNC rivalry. Because it's not fair to compare it. Because it's naturally you just can't. I, I think. I think. I think. I, at the end of it, to cut to it, you got to separate college sports from professional sports. You. I. I think. I, I don't think. You, I think maybe the question in itself is fault is faulty. You can't have a greatest sports rivalry. Period. Because college sports is just naturally disadvantaged by that. Like they're just not playing. Like like Duke UNC is not going to go play in London the way they're the, the Yankees Red Sox are about to go do in, in next year. Uh, not yet. They got, I mean, have the Yankees and Red Sox played on the Air Force carrier? <laughs> <laughs> but have you played on a ship? <laughs> but that's when you exactly. made it, son. You, that's when it's real life. When you play on a ship and keep slipping and falling because it's too humid on a boat? out there. Because I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Anyway, let us know boat. what you guys uh, think. Yes. What is the biggest rivalry? Even if you think, I mean, you might think it's Michigan, Ohio State. You might yeah. pick somebody else. Let us know what you think. But specifically, Yankees. What's Red our Sox final thesis on this? My final thesis is it can't be compared, and I think it's unfair to compare college sports rivalries to to because they're just not going to have the same. Reach. I think the only thing they just don't, they don't have the same reach just because it's college sports, which don't exist in most other countries. Exactly. But for so it's if not you fair are to, able yeah. to compare, like the, what you can compare. We got to get our elements gotta, down and and make it an equation, right? Yeah, we got to. We have to figure out what the you know running re- regression. So, so let us actually. Why don't we make that the question? If anybody cares to do it, right? What are the elements of a great rivalry, and then we can weigh them, and then we can give it an actual um, point system. Yeah, let's let's pick out a point system for rivalry. Just go ahead right, and patent cool. that like Black Schultz. All right, we beat that to death. All right, all right. Where are we? Dad life. What is Fatherhood in the world. Speak in dad life. Uh, what has been? We just got our um, photos back from school. Yes. Well, you had a crazy three days. Yeah, we had our three days. The first one, he didn't smile. That that was pretty impressive. He smiled Uh, with mommy. It's about those three days. Those look amazing. Um, And then the school photos came back, and he's basically just staring at the camera and all of them. (laughs) But it's better than – it's like a little smirking one, and it's better than some of the other people I heard. And we got the uh, class photo back, which he's right in the front, front and center. Where he should be. So he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and sit in front. Side. And looking you at look the, camera, the camera, looking beautiful, sitting right in yeah. front. So. Dude, you're lucky if you get one, man. <laughs> like, if you get one yeah. smile, be happy. Yeah. <clears throat> when they're that young. Because, uh, yeah, at, at both of ours, for the first one-year-old photographs, it's like, if you get one smile, you're good. It's mm-hmm. like you just, you're thrilled. And then I think, I think the two-year-old is where it starts to get fun. Because then he's like more, he'll listen to instructions more. <clears throat> And you can really yeah, get like whatever yeah. you want out of them. Like this position, this position. You can really like, you know, have fun with them like a little doll. <laughs> it's really what we do, right? Dress them up. A hundred percent what we do. Yeah, man. Right, Dude, right. so um, this week my little two-year-old, um, it's, it's, it's fun when they're, you know, you see the development. 
but then it, there's those times where it comes back to bite you in the ass, like that the, their their cleverness. Because how do you do this, and how do you escape the situation? So I'm scolding her, okay. She yells back at me and says, "I don't want to be." So, for example, I yell at her, whatever. She goes, "Don't yell at me." <laughs> and then I ask her, and and then so then, <laughs> right after she tells me not to yell at her, she then immediately asks me, "Are you happy?" And I say, "No." She goes, "But but you have to be happy." I say, "Well, then why don't you be good, and then I'll I'll be happy." And she goes, "No." <laughs> what? <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, what do you do? Uh, you're like, uh, what? I am 38, yes. and this two-year-old just can't do this. This is not how bro, this goes. My, Let's try I that again. My software crashed, and I was like, a butt. I was like, what? What do you say to that? She threw me for a loop, yeah, dude. You just, I was you just like, move on and be like, look, Daddy said do this, so you have to do it because I said so. I know. You just dropped yeah. the trump card because I said so. Yeah, so those are those moments, and it cracks you up, and you love that your kids are so smart, but it also comes back around, and you're just like, all right, whatever, man, you know. <clears throat> but then I've mastered the stare, hmm. which I created my phone. that already for him. Yeah, man, no, so you've got to master you gotta that. Yeah, yeah, you got to be yeah, scared of you that, that just by look looking at him. makes them behave so you don't have to take it to any other, any other levels. I also have the benefit of having a really loud mouth, so when it goes really what? high. Yeah. No. Me? No, not not the counselor. That's counselor. What a lawyer doesn't like hearing himself speak. Get That's out of here. weird. It's weird. Mother's Day is coming up. Oh snap! It is. It's it's slowly sneaking up on us. No. And then Father's Day, which nobody cares about. Yeah. Nobody. Mother's Day is the biggest. You know, Mother's Day is the biggest uh, male like male, yeah. male holiday of the year. That's right. From the guy who used to work at the post office. That's right. Yo, I remember that. And Father's <laughs> Day is probably the lowest. When I first saw you, dude, because our first year in business school, oh. I was like, <laughs> I, was, I really was like, no, don't, because I remember I saw you <laughs> wearing the shirt. <laughs> I was like, did this dude come from work? <laughs> I was like, yeah, doing my internship, <laughs> working, just delivering and, some and, mail. And at business school? That's awesome. Yeah, I deliver mail and also go to business school full time. <laughs> I deliver mail to the school and then I go to class. Yeah, later. I go to class. So it's on my route. Just going to go ahead and stop by here and see what they're talking about. I should show up to class one day. I should show up the first day with like a mailman outfit and be like, yeah, I was I just know, dropping man. some stuff off and seemed like I should stop by here. And Yo, then be like, Put, let me break down the Black Schultz equation for you guys. Blah, 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 blah. Like, wait, how do you know that? Give me some of stuff. I, I get um, flashback. I get sweaty when you start talking about that stuff. Get <laughs> black. <laughs> so one of our other <laughs> friends probably just starts head, like getting super excited if we say Black Schultz. He's like, oh, Black Schultz. Oh. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> say that again a little slower. Yeah, say it, say it again, Black Shorts. <laughs> anyway, Mother's Day is coming up. Um, yes. Got to do some stuff. It's always a challenge to plan when you're working and yeah, with kids. And doing all this other stuff. And then you can't really, like, how do you, like, sneak out to get stuff when you're like, hey, I'm just going to the store. Don't mind yeah. me. Gotta, gotta yeah. There's nothing, nothing going on here. Yep. Just, just I'll be yeah, so. I'm pretty good at that though. I'm I'm not. I will toot my own horn. I'm pretty good at, at surprising her, but that's just because I always. I, to me, it's a simple secret: just incorporating something you're already doing, right? And then while you're out, just blame it on traffic or something else. Yeah, that's <laughs> so the only like, way to do it. Is just be yeah. like, yeah, I'm already. I'm already going to the grocery store. Going to I gotta the pick store, up some. so yeah. <clears throat> don't mind me. I find a reason to get out. Just go to your kitchen, and find something that you're out of that you don't have. Dang. 
we don't. And, and then that, black eyed peas. I really want to eat something <laughs> tonight. Let's go ahead and go to the store. It's Tuesday, honey, and Tuesday I gotta have my black eyed peas. I gotta, gotta go right now. I'll be right back. I'll be back. Oh, there's oh, traffic, and oh, then they oh, ran out at the store, so I had to go to three different oh. stores to get it. And uh, ain't there a black eyed pea farm about ten miles down the road? I and mean, then you come back home with no black eyed peas, and you're like, wait, I thought you went. Oh, they yeah, ran out. They didn't have. But I got more. you this. But yeah, check this out though. Boom. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, when did you think I got that? Mm, See? Stupid black eye. And there you go. All right, let's go you ahead and go wrap to... this thing up. <sighs> yes. Um, wait, wait, can I can you my, my this week's real quick why I don't believe in humanity? Can I tell you why? Yes, please tell me. Why everything in the world is just is lies. Swedish meatballs are from Turkey. That's that's one hundred percent true. That can't be true. Yes, it is. Fact check. I think it was in the New York Times or somewhere. Google it. I'm going to start putting sources <laughs> on our outlines. This is my but, job uh, for the show is to just fact check everything. Fact check me, man. I'm telling you. If I'm wrong, so be it. But yeah, Swedish meatballs are actually from Turkey. And I just, everything's bullshit, man. You know? Why are they Swedish, Dan? Hey, a quick question. Talking about um, moral stuff, too. So, um, and I think it was in Ohio. $600,000 fell out of the back of a Brinks truck. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the cop video? <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. I mean, you have to do it, right? I guess. So I mean, I'm not. No. I'm not clowning on cops. No. Um, yeah, you the have video to do was it, fun. But... If you could, please do so and return it, and we'll be very grateful. If you found to... some money on the street, please bring it back to us. Get um, out of here. This is a Come blessing. On. That's what that's called. You just look up to the. That's that's exactly like some manna right. came from oh, the sky. Lord. Look at all this manna <laughs> that just came down from the heavens. Lord yes. sent me. This. He knows. He knew. He knew I needed to pay my cable bill. Yeah. Yeah, I was. And 20, money fell out the truck. 20 years, I'm good to go now. And I can go put a down payment on this house or invest this. Or just and go real blow quick it. before we go, this week's worst people in the world. Dun, dun, dun. A central New York family faked that their nine-year-old had cancer so they could visit Syracuse what? athletes. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Not to like, I mean, it's been bad enough to like get money or get sympathy, but just so yeah. you could go. That's pretty much what it was. I mean, they had a GoFund thing and they raised about $3,300. Oh, wow. Even worse. And yeah. just so they could go visit some people. So they could go visit stuff, yeah. And then they yeah, had the kid yeah, they used their kid so that they could do that. So ah. Yeah. Top Humanity. Awesome. Woo. <laughs> so uh yeah, man. <clears throat> uh the latest thing also uh is to see what happens in our road road towards impeachment is the five hundred thousand dollars that ended up in Cohen's thing. Oh yeah, out. I saw about that. So, yeah, we'll have just... to Got paid from like yeah. Russia or something. Got to dismantle that. But all this, but it's all fake news. Doesn't fake matter. News. Hey, oh, here's the <laughs> last thing. I'm always gonna be able to go. <clears throat> so what we're expected to believe is, is to look back on history and go, hey, remember that time when 16 women, <laughs> the FBI, the CIA, the Democrats, and the president himself conspired against the president to bring him down. <laughs> Remember that time? Yeah, we all everybody conspired. They were like, "No, we oh, yeah, was all to defeat we're all going to get just to defeat that one guy together to get to get no collusion." Well, and remember the time that the FBI people who he appointed investigated him? <laughs> but I then can't they, wait. It, yeah. but then they hate him and Speaking his own appointees. Of, this yeah. is the problem because our kids are going to have to write about this crap in history, and you're going to be like, "How does this get put in the history books?" And oh, are you going to this? Are you going to take a? Are you going to do an A paper on this one? 
when they're like, yeah, this guy came in and was an outsider, revolutionized everything. He disarmed this country and changed all this stuff. It was awesome. Is that what you're going to allow your child to put in the paper when you live through it? Exactly. He made America great again. Let us know what you think about that. The greatest sports rivalry. Yes. Cut the caca on the Twitter. Good stuff. So please, uh, if you're listening to this, please go to uh, our, follow our Facebook page, uh, our Twitter handle, and uh, share it, etc. And uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Peace. We'll this tomorrow. Later.